Welcome to this episode of the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. And as always, we are in the fight recap business. If you want self-help stuff, if you want to better yourself, if you want to hear us talk about nutrition or training, you better go back a bunch of episodes, Joe, because until this Ultimate Fighter thing is done, this is all we are doing. I have, uh, I mean, I think we both made the executive decision we're addicted to the series yeah yeah for sure and on that note this last episode we had brogan versus hannah yeah uh, tell me your thoughts about the episode uh i mean again good episode uh, really good introduction to each of the fighters uh, i thought the fight was outstanding um i mean it's just it's nice to see I, I don't want to call them like unknowns. It's like a lot of the, the folks coming into the show. I mean, they have fight records. They they have somewhat established themselves, but they're still fairly new. And so you never really know what you're going to get. And to, to, to actually see a fight that's really entertaining to watch, um, especially I, and I always say this it, from the perspective of a fighter um, understanding like what the preparation is like and, and, you know, the, the, the different strategies that they're trying to employ and how those actually play out. It was, it was just a great fight. It was a great fight. It was a good episode. Um, I, I did feel they spent a little bit more time with Brogan. Uh, so I don't know if that was intentional. If it, if I don't know, it, it's hard to say like what they pick and choose. Um, but yeah, it seemed it, it, at least initially in my eyes, it seemed a little bit one-sided just going into the whole thing. Well, if you think about it from a TV perspective now, now understand, I know what happens behind the scenes, mm -hmm. but Let's look at the continuity of a show. And you, you're in TV. You have a film degree. You get it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Brogan won that fight. Yeah. Which means Brogan is in the semifinals. Mm -hmm. Which means Brogan is going to be a bigger character. Yeah. So why not devote more time to her? Well, I, I mean, I, but see, again, sitting back and watching the show, I kind of felt like that was a bit of a giveaway. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? Like, like I'm just like, gosh, they, they, they do seem to be highlighting her a little bit more. Yep. You know, and, and, and getting more... Uh, I don't know, a, a little bit deeper into her, her background. And and so you're left wondering a little bit, you know, is she just more interesting? Is there just nothing about the other gal to really, to really talk about? And then all of a sudden they're in the fight and you're like, Oh well, yeah. The other thing too is maybe Brogan's just a far more interesting person. And, and that's, I mean, that hundred percent can be. Yeah. Maybe she's a better speaker. Mm -hmm. And you know, when I watch the show, Brogan's a really good speaker. Yeah. I think she's got an interesting story. Yep. Uh, I think she's a fighter. Uh, she she overcame a lot. She she you know has the values of perseverance, dedication, and I mean, let's face it, I'm a Brogan fan. I like Brogan. Mm -hmm. um, it was pretty clear we were good friends in the house, and so maybe I'm a little biased. Like I'm, I I want to <laughs> see more of Brogan than Hannah, um, but I also don't really know, like how were can Hannah's confessionals? Like people don't realize the when you look at us talking to the camera where yeah. it's all black. Those are the confessionals. I don't know how her interviews were. I mean, I had personal interactions with Hannah in the house, mm -hmm. but like I said, were they able to craft a good story? Were they able to get good interview sound bites from her? Yeah. Yeah. I the personality of it is, is really key too. Yeah. Cause it's not just a fight, right? Like it's, it's the whole show. Well, I'll give credit to, to Juju. Cause at the end of the episode, uh, she, I, I don't want to have to give a disclaimer every time this woman comes up. So I don't have any kind of like personal issues with her by any means, but she does. She does come across in my mind as kind of cringy. And she said something right at the end there where she's like, 
Hey, I'm excited. I, I don't I, I'm going to paraphrase it. But it was like, I'm excited for this opportunity to compete with you. Let's put on a good show. And it's just like, initially it is just a cringe moment for me, but I also kind of like that, that the notion that this isn't just me trying to be the best fighter in the world. There is that, that that's like, that's true, but it's also supposed to be entertaining because nobody wants to watch like the world title fight and have it be a snooze fest. You know what I mean? Like I, it, it is the UFC. This is supposed to be entertaining to watch. And I think if you want to be uh, a character, because you, you kind of said that, I mean, you're, you're a character in the show, you're a character in the UFC, right? You're, you're trying to create a brand, you know, you're trying to be somebody that other people want to pay money to see fight. Yep. I think you do have to have that perspective. So I think she's spot on with that. You know, like I do want to put on a show. I do want people to see what I'm capable of and I want them to want to watch me. And so I, I think a lot of fighters, um, you know, a guy like Nate Diaz comes to mind, likes to just run his mouth and like create tension and, and people want to tune in because they either, they think that's funny and they like that stuff, or they just want to see the guy get clobbered a bunch of times, but whatever the case is, they want to watch, you know, they yeah. want to pay for the pay-per-view. But that, that highlights something else for me. I think there's a big difference between the people that want to put on a show and people are saying it because it's a perfunctory statement. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you tell your wife, she looks good. Are you saying that because that's what you're supposed to say? Cause she made an effort to get dressed up or do you actually mean it? Right. Yeah. When you tell your kids, they did a good job. Are you saying that because you mean it, or it's just what a good dad says. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, Hey, let's go put on a show for a lot of MMA people has just become what you say. Like yeah. the default statement when you don't know what else to do, don't know what else to say. And I'm not saying that's the case here, but I feel like that because when you want to put on a show, people know how to put on a show. Mm -hmm. The other thing is at what expense do you want to lose? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like, do I want to put on a show and lose or do I want to win a fight? Now, there is there is another side to that. Again, I think you're better off. How do I word this? I think you're better off losing a fight in the UFC and it being an epic firework driven yeah. battle to the death. Yep. Then win a fight and be boring as fuck. Well, and that's why I say about uh, Conor I, McGregor, because that dude kind of has it figured out. Like he 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 likes to talk a lot before the fight. He likes to make like, you know. A, a big deal out of everything. He wants to be the center of attention. And if he wins, then he can run around saying, I am the greatest. I am the greatest, which continues to promote that. And if he loses, all he has to do is be a sore loser. It's like, it's such an easy character to play, but it always drives people to be like, I can't believe that dude didn't get his mouth shut. I can't believe he hasn't learned his lesson. And then they're going to pay for the next pay-per-view to see him come back and do it again. Yep. And even if he lost the next 15 fights that he took, as long as he keeps talking trash, people are going to keep paying that bill. So he doesn't even have the pressure on him of needing to win to be successful. Yeah. I and mean, and if you could get, I mean, literally anybody versus Conor McGregor, like, you know, you're going to make money as a promoter. Yeah, you're going to sell it. So why yeah. not? Yeah. So a little bit more uh, about the episode and the fight. Um, I, I mean, I, I guess let's talk about the fight. What, what are your thoughts on how that how that kind of played out? Man, Brogan is a killer. Yeah, she's tough. Yeah, I just just dialed in. That is her. That is her happy place. Is in that ring. That is a. That is where she is. What she is. Everything else outside the ring is just like, 
a show. When she's in there, that's who and what that woman is. She is there to fight. So what's your thoughts on a potential third round? So I was watching this fight and, and I'm like, okay, Brogan won the first round, hands down. There, there was no doubt in my mind about that. The second round, I thought she was about to win it. And then she got in a bad position, had to fight it out. Um, I, I can't say that uh, Hannah was dominating that at all. And by the end of that round, I mean, and again, I don't know how much of it is like, you know, you were there. So you probably have a sense of like what the feeling in the room was, but watching the show, it was like a little iffy. And in my mind, I was thinking, if this goes to a third round, it tells me that the judges that are judging these fights are looking for reasons to go to a third round because it really wasn't a reason. Brogan won that round. And so any sense that there's a controversy about it, I feel is misplaced. Just because you came back and ended up in a good position at the end of one round does not mean that you won that round. And she dominated the first three-fourths of that round. Yep. So that, that's where I'm at. So you and I think similarly. Um, my feeling watching that fight was there's no way in hell this goes a third round. Brogan dominated her. Mm-hmm. Like when she had her in that front headlock and was kneeing her, I, I was, you know, I... Wanted to yell, stop the fight. Yeah. To a degree. Because some of those look painful. Like, I'm surprised Brogan didn't finish her. Yeah. Uh, I think if that goes to a third round, I think Brogan knocks her out. Yeah. I think like, Hannah I think, ends up in a bad spot. I, I think it's over. I think Hannah ended up in a good uh, position. Not that the judges know this, but if you know a little bit of the story, right now that you see it unfold on TV, Brogan mm-hmm. had a bad knee. Yeah. Um, there's a point against the fence. I think Brogan with a good knee gets out of that position pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in no point, like at any point in time, even when Hannah had her back, did Brogan look in real trouble? Yeah, no. And she was, she was popping off shots. She was working. Yeah. She seemed comfortable there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And so I feel like that's how the fight went. Um, and I feel like, yes, Hannah was in a good position, but she wasn't able to get control wasn't able to finish. I think the first round was a 10-8 round for Brogan. Yeah. And I think that second round, I think Brogan still won it. It was closer, mm-hmm. but I think Brogan still won. And so I don't think there was any reason to go a third. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's any controversy or any reason to complain. And that was the general feeling. At no point did I feel Hannah had a chance to win that fight. Right. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's where I'm getting. And I don't want to knock Hannah because I think she's a phenomenal fighter by by all means. But I think Brogan is just that much better. Yeah. And Hannah's a good fighter. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But Brogan's bigger. She's stronger. She's faster. She has better stand up. Like, I think she's just better. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where we're at. I'll I'll say this, too, though. Hannah showed a lot of heart. Yeah, 100 percent. No fear. No fear at all. And to keep fighting through those knees, like, uh, yeah, I was watching on an Instagram today. Brogan had some stories up just like I'm basically needing the shit on Hannah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, there are I'm not even going to say a lesser person. There are most people would have folded from that. Yeah. And Hannah just kept coming and kept fighting. So, like, good on her. I think I think Hannah is going to have a long career ahead of her in the UFC. I, I hope so. I really want to see her fight more. You know what you know, I mean? And again, so, just just as you're pointing that out, I mean, to survive those shots that she took and then to still end up in a position from which she had an opportunity. Yep. You know, and, and she just wasn't able to really maximize on it. Like, give her 30 more seconds. You know, give her just a little bit more experience and then see what she can do. Like, I, yeah, I think it's going to be exciting. I think a lot of the fighters on this show have got big things ahead of them. I'm, I'm, I'm much more interested in the UFC now 
having watched this show than I was in seasons past. It's the best of the best on the thing. They don't have scrubs. Like no. That's reality. You know, win, lose, everyone's good. That's the reality. Um, <clears throat> what do you think about the semifinal matchups? You know, they played up the drama of that so well. It's like it's kind of hidden behind everything else that they're doing on this show is they're just trying to get the uh, the uh, the rematch situation like hyped up a little bit. They want to show a little, you know, Juliana and, and, and uh, uh, Pena like going back and forth a little bit. They want that heat. And it's like coming in with this, like, what do you think these guys are going to say? They're going to want to put their best fighter against the other team's like worst fighter. That's just good strategy. But like it comes across as just like, well, nobody can agree on anything. And these two are just so heated. And boy, we can't wait for this, you know, pay-per-view rematch. <laughs> it's like, again, it, it's almost all editing at that point. Like you don't even need to say that stuff. But I think what they came up with will be the best fights to watch. You know, if there's nothing at stake, then it's like, whatever, who's going to tune in. But I think the way that they set those matchups up, the way that Dana White sort of presented them, I think they're, they're a fight to watch. Like, okay. I want to see if, if Zach or Jordan can win. You know what I mean? Like, I want to watch Eduardo versus Mo. Like, I want to see that fight. If it okay. had been the other way around, it's like, uh, I don't know. But I think these are interesting matchups. Okay, so we're going to do a prediction to end the podcast. Sure. I can't predict shit because I know. <laughs> so we got we got Zach and Jordan. Who who are you picking? I'm picking Zach. Okay. Why? And I, I better write these down just so I make sure as we're going along. Yeah, we'll go back and revisit them. Yep. So why Zach? I think he's more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's more dialed in stylistically. Okay. I feel like Jordan is just a little bit unrefined. And I feel like Zach is very, like, he knows exactly what he's going to do in that fight. Okay. What about Mo and Eduardo? Uh, is, this is the, the tough one. Like, I really am. I'm excited to see this. I think Eduardo has the capability of keeping Mo out of reach. Okay. He's such a powerful striker. And okay. I just, I don't know that Mo's going to be able to deal with it. So I'm going with Eduardo. Okay. How about, I just want to make one thing clear before you keep making your picks. Mm -hmm. I hope you actually get some of these wrong. Because if you get them all right, it's going to look really bad. Like I, broke I just want to make that clear. Okay. All right. So now we have uh, Brogan and Laura. I got to go with Brogan. Okay. Why? You know, I, I, like Laura came in late. She did really, really well with that situation. Not a lot of preparation. She had something to prove. Um, I think Brogan's got a little bit more time to get that knee healthy. Yep. Um, and I just think the stylistically um, Brogan has the advantage in that one because she can stay back. And again, she's, she's bigger, she's longer and just watching how she was able to just sort of pick Hannah apart. I think she's going to do the same thing to Laura yeah, unless, unless Laura can get inside on her. Yep. But you know, if her knees feeling better, like, I don't know, maybe it's a wash on the, the grappling. Well, and to be fair, and again, without giving you any information, just based on betting, mm -hmm. I, I think Laura won that first fight against Catherine. Uh, but I don't think it was overwhelming. Yeah. I think Brogan had an overwhelming win against Hannah. And so like, if you're betting, it's like, who are you going to take? Right. Well, and if you look back, like if I put Brogan against uh, Catherine, like I probably would have picked Brogan too, you know? So if, if I look at it that way or against uh, uh cat, um, I would, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Brogan on that. And, and I feel even, like she's, she's got the goods to go all the way. And even with your Zach and Jordan pick, Zach won his fight by more than Jordan won his fight. Yeah. So they're right. Like, so, so there's some, so some, some stuff there. Then the last one, which is intriguing, 
is Katniss and Juju. Yeah, I got to go with Katniss on this one. All right. But it, and, I, and I almost hesitate to say that because I feel like like Juju is so much you better. Like <laughs> but I feel like Juju is so much better than I want to give her credit for. Yep. And again, it kind of depends how that fight plays out. But the way that uh, Kat's last fight went, I feel like she is in a good position to deal with what Juju can bring. Yep. You know, she wants to be uh, uh, kind of control the center of that ring and, and, and just dominate. And again, with her reach, um, Juju is such a she's just so quick and so dynamic. Like it, it's, it's hard to pick against her, honestly. Um, but I, I think she has the disadvantage when it just comes to reach to size to just sheer power. So I'll go with Kat on that one. Well, and I do want to say this when it comes to Juju. And this goes to anyone out there listening, Joe. Mm-hmm. Whether you like her or don't like her, that's your business. Whether the TV made her look bad or she made herself look bad, who knows? Whether she's a good, good representation of the sport or about whatever you want to think about Juju, put that aside for a minute. Yako mm-hmm. can flat out fucking brawl. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will never take that away from her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, she said some shit about me online. She came at me. Okay, great. That, that aside... The, the one place I cannot attack Juju is her fighting ability. And, and I mean, she took a beating in her last fight and was still just coming strong. And Claire's also no joke. No, not at all. Let me but, remind but now, you. Now, now look at the matchups that that leaves in. You know, assuming that I'm right on this, we've got a Zach versus Eduardo situation, which I think is a really interesting matchup. Yep. Uh, and then we'd end up with uh, with Brogan versus Katniss. Now, I'm, I'd almost prefer the Brogan versus Juju I just don't know if Juju can get past Cat. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, right? And that's and that's the beauty of the sport. Is like it's really hard to call this stuff. You see, in a in a in a, it, I'm a big NBA guy. You know mm-hmm. that. Um, and I'll tell you what makes the NBA different, say, than football or or say than like uh, MMA. See, in MMA, it's one fight. Really, anyone can win, Joe. Yeah. In football anyone can win like fuck the bills are one of the best teams in the league over the past three years they got beat by jacksonville last year yeah like sometimes you show up sunday and it's just not working right because it's one fight yep so sometimes i feel in the nfl in fighting there's not an element of luck because no one's lucky but there's some element of fortune who shows up who does Mm -hmm. better timing those play an issue the nba in a seven game series more often than not, and way more often than not, the better team wins. Mm-hmm. You got seven games to pull it out. And so if you have a seven game series, yeah, you can get beat or surprised a game. You can, I mean, yeah. shit, Joe, you can lay two eggs and still go out and win a series. Yep. So the Golden State Warriors won this year. Pretty evident when you look at their path to the finals, they were the best team. Like, I think they swept the first one, then there were four and one, then there were four and two, then there were four and two. Like, Golden State won the NBA Mm -hmm. championship. They didn't get knocked out by a lucky punch. Yeah, yeah. You look at the NFL last year, and the Rams won the Super Bowl. They were a great team. But if it's not for a blow in coverage by Tampa Bay, or if Tampa Bay wins the flip, maybe Tampa Bay wins the Super Bowl. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how it works. And if they play three out of four times, then you'll see who's better. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's something that I find interesting about MMA because we're making these predictions, but it's really hard to guess right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, and that, I mean, that could be the whole thing, right? Like, if, if Juju shows up to fight and, and Kat's distracted, you know, yeah. something happened, like, 
who knows? Like it can flip that. And we've talked about this, just replay these fights from this show. And it seriously could go either way. Like there was nobody who completely dominated a fight. To yeah. give them another chance and just see how competitive these people are. You know, it, do, 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 yeah, I don't know that this would be wise, but, you know, you versus Eduardo 10 times. My guess is it's going to be close to a 50-50 split. Yep. You know, it's just okay. like that's how that fight went that night. But that that's happened. also that's also what makes it fun because then it, there's there's a sense. I think intuitively we all know that. And that's why rematches are such a thing. Yeah. And it's why the trilogy is so important, right? Yep. Because sometimes you see a person win a fight, another person win a fight, and then you have that third fight to decide who really is the best. Exactly. And oftentimes they get closer and closer and closer. Like more often than not, the third fight's the best fight. Yep. Maybe not the best fight because that can be defined a bunch of different ways. Some people want to see an awesome knockout. Yep. But it is the, what's the word I'm looking for? The closest fight. Yeah. So there we go. Anyway, you guys, thank you for listening. There's your Ultimate Fighter recap for the week. Uh, there's a lot of stuff we can't talk about. Joe, you know what? I'm excited to do a series recap when it's done so we can talk I know. About it. I said, I seriously want every one of our guests back on so we can just take the gloves off and like have that. We round table. But it's yeah, yeah. So uh, there we go. You guys, listen, as always, we don't inundate you with ads. We don't bother you. We don't harass you with codes. We don't, you don't do any of that shit. So if you like what we do, uh, share. Love y'all. Dying